nobody knows what you are. I was concerned about going out into the world and doing something bigger than myself until someone smarter than myself made me realize there is nothing bigger than myself. If you don't believe, nobody else is gonna believe. To get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Welcome back to Paper Trails. It's your boy, Mohammed. Not joined by my co-host, Shumaki, today, but actually joined by a very special guest, my wife, Edna. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about a few things in terms of... Um, okay, I was going to give you a... I was going to introduce you properly and ask you what you do, but yeah. So uh, we'll keep this in anyway, because we're trying to keep it as organic as possible this season. Um, and yeah, in terms of um, the topic today, I kind of wanted to talk about adversity, um, talk about current events and how we, how we as humans deal with it. I think it's very important to to have a strategy and a, and a, a plan of how to manage your emotions and and kind of still function day to day as a human being um but yeah um i'll just talk a bit quickly uh i'll we'll, we'll just introduce edna and um, see why i think it was it was good to bring her on to kind of speak about this topic in particular with me so what do you do <laughs> <laughs> she'd love First of all, you, I, I put the microphone like actual interview. <laughs> First of all, you didn't ask me to come on the podcast. Your co-host was not able to make it, and I offered. Okay, as a what's it called? I didn't say also. I said I, I thought it'd be good to bring you on. No, be acted as if this was planned. It wasn't. Yeah, just so right, everyone fair knows. enough. I have actually tried to come on this podcast before, but time and time again, keeping her locked in the cupboard. Yeah, literally. So alhamdulillah, I'm out of the cupboard today. So. Yeah. So what do you do then? Um, I work in healthcare, so specifically um, working on projects that look at tackling health inequalities um, within certain marginalised communities. Um, yeah, so pretty interesting, heavy stuff that I see on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, there's literally certain communities who find accessing the healthcare system really, really difficult. Um, and oftentimes it's actually not really a fault of their own. So, for example, you know, there's people that have language barriers or cultural barriers. There's individuals who face like previous discrimination in like other public bodies, you know, whether it's social services or the police. Um, and all those like negative experiences they've had previously, a lot of them that was rooted in racism has really like made them fearful of, you know, seeking help. Um, and yeah, there's people that literally are dying because of uh, social factors um, and social determinants of health. So yeah, I think this topic is quite relevant. And I guess I'll let you speak a bit about that. Yeah, for me, it's not like just about dealing with adversity. And like, f for me personally, like this past year has been quite a tough one. Like I've had a lot of time to really think about how managing my emotions. And um, like, it it's probably been the toughest year I've had in like the last five years where I just feel like, yeah, I was tested a lot this year. Um, and it's given me time to think about how I personally deal with my emotions and deal with like stress, uh, like stress factors and and situations that I feel are kind of out of my control. Um, so I kind of just wanted to talk about 
how like the things that I did to cope a little bit better, even though it was, it's not like something I, I don't feel like I managed it all the way well, but there's a lot of things that I did to kind of um, like just manage my emotions better. And um, there's, there's a lot of things that I feel like we can do to um, empathize with the people that are going through the genocide in, Gaza, in Palestine right now and also the all the other um, issues that are going on right now like the um, Congo and in Sudan and um, like on a day-to-day basis we're fe- fed by social media which is good I, 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 I tweeted about it recently where I said something along the lines of um, like people there's a lot of pessimistic people online and, and the especially Muslims which is funny because like Islam isn't meant to be a religion of like pessimism it's meant to be a, where, where a lot of people feel like they're like protesting won't do a thing people feel like um if we like like just talk about it online it's not really gonna do anything they feel like oh the Zionists run the media and all this and like the power of like a collective voice definitely I don't know if you see that but I've seen it a lot online I've seen it a lot online and uh, I think it's important to to challenge these voices and like because at the end of the day everyone's a human being everyone kind of processes emotions in their own ways but like some people aren't taught to to process their emotions well and some of the people like just never learn what like how to manage those emotions and sometimes sometimes spewing that kind of rhetoric can cause other people to have doubts it can cause other people to kind of think in the same way and I think that's quite a negative thing so I think it's important to kind of think about how we can manage that and obviously with the situations uh, in Palestine where it's a one-sided affair where one side is well one uh, occupying force is is destroying thousands and thousands of lives and we're seeing it actively like visually and, and seeing people getting killed and brains like seeing the child of, like the brain of a child like and I'd never thought I'd see that in my life like it, it, from the perspective of like uh, uh, violence rather than obviously like a, a surgery over, but like that was the first time like I, I didn't even want to see that I heard about it and then I was like I really hope I don't see that uh, but yeah you can't really avoid you can't really avoid it at all and of course that's going to have uh, an emotional impact on all of us and collectively we're really feeling the burden of those emotions um and there's different ways of dealing with that and I, and I feel like it can be quite unhealthy to just sit and scroll on social media and this is advice for myself first and foremost um sit and just scroll on social media and then like having to deal with day-to-day life going to work going to school whatever you're doing and then Every time that you're on your phone, you go and, and and see that. I think it's really heavy on us, and I think it's in in the spirit of of the strength that the Palestinians are showing and all the other oppressed people are showing. I think it's it's weak of us to to be to just like sit down and and like just close ourselves off from from doing anything else and and like being unproductive. And I think it's very important that we we still try to be productive and we still try to go out and have conversations and this is for myself first and foremost um i'm not giving anyone advice that i wouldn't give to myself um so I, in terms of like 
maybe potentially uninstalled in social media. That's what I've done sometimes. I, like in, in periods, I don't think it's, it's good to do it all the time. I think you should still stay informed um, because obviously the uh, you call it traditional media forms, the news and all that that we can see on a day to day basis what they're doing. Yeah, so we can see what they're doing on a day to day basis and. Like, if we're just fed that information, of course, we're going to end up like the situation on, 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 on yesterday, was it yesterday? Saturday the 11th, um, when obviously Sir the Braverman called out the, the, the march and said that it was a march of hate and then it's going to be on the same day as Armistice Day and, um, basically, she basically, like, made sure that those people with, with those kind of views would appear and, and attack Muslims and then attack anyone who is showing some kinds of anti-semitism in their in their eyes which obviously isn't really a thing anyone who's, who's thinking and has a has a working brain and, and critical thinking knows that first of all the the march is happening anywhere near the the cenotaph and the memorial uh, area and then second of all it's not just muslims that are marching for palestine and it's just ridiculous to see that like there's so many like diverse voices that are supporting the cause but they're all being paid with the same brush of anti-semitism and and like islamist islamic extremism which is crazy um islamist jihadist extremism i swear they just use like these random buzzwords that have the word islam and extremism in them and just remix it just so that the, just so that the far right people that she wants to target and that she wants to yeah influence so she sort of painted as, oh, this is going to be an attack on, you know, your <clears throat> British heritage. She basically called these people to come and they listened swiftly. Literally. And then she, today she was like, oh, all these people came. And instead of like, they physically attacked the police. And instead of them being criticized for that and chastised for that and prosecuted for that, she started her, uh, her posts with... with with the anti-Semitic stuff first, rather than dealing with with actual people that were violently attacking the police, like that's like actual madness. Like that's actual lunacy. That's actually crazy. Like I was really shocked. Like I wasn't shocked. Yeah. She did call it out, but she said and other forms of racism. When we say other, she said that as a sideline. Yeah, the other forms of racism here being people what, that were being Islamophobic. That just shows that she can't even she. She, she's not even strong enough to utter the words Islamophobic. So what is she doing? She like she she knows that this is targeted. This is like checkmate for her. That's that's how she thinks about it. And like obviously the elections coming up as well. Like she's literally like uh, uh, like there's a lot of um, theories that she's gonna go for prime minister and stuff. And it's it's just crazy that we live in a time where like lead political figures are allowed to spew hate rhetoric and allowed to. Uh, rile up people and cause violence and and the police <laughs> funnily enough we've always we've always obviously had issues with with dealing with people of color and, and non-white people um when i say issues i mean like they've always contributed to the oppression themselves and obviously there's a lot of issues in terms of the way they manage um discrimination and um and and hate within their own ranks and obviously there's things like the the, the investigations that they've done to kind of uh, identify where that hate is, hate is coming from being inside 
um, their own organization and that investigation being done by them. Like these are the kind of issues we all have to face. And it's just funny that like there's just random like atheists, Jews, Christians that that are being painted with the same brush of Islamic extremism with that that we all are unjustly being being painted with, which is it's just funny and like we we all thought okay. Uh, the Holocaust happened. Like, how did everyone allow that to happen? And, and like, we're really seeing that ourselves for the first time. And I think it's been a tough period for everyone. And and I think we really have to think about how we manage our our own mental health and emotions properly as well. Because we shouldn't feel that like with just sadness all the time to the point where it's crippling and we're com- we're completely unproductive. Because that's not fair on the people that are actually going through that kind of oppression physically and there's a lot of things we can do and but i also feel like in terms of social media sometimes like we kind of think about in shifts like personally like if i'm on social media all day and all night then uh and then i just feel really unproductive and i don't do anything outside outside of that uh and then i go into my day-to-day work and i'm unproductive as well like that's not really helping anyone really like I think it's important to sometimes step back from social media um, and kind of process the emotions and, and think about things that are going on and but also go about your daily lives and then coming back with like renewed vigor and strength to, to do things like protest, to do things like boycott, like targeted like properly and have like uncomfortable conversations and and then yeah I feel like we, we would feel more emotionally balanced and, and be able to uh, like who knows what, what, what it might come down to in the future especially uh, we might need to do daily protests we might need to do daily vigils where we're sitting in front of um like parliament or whatever yeah. and like you're not going to be able to do that if you're just feeling drained all the time so i feel like like let's say i'm on social media all day and then i'd i stay away from it for a bit and, but it doesn't mean that everyone else is going to stay away as well I, I feel like there's enough coverage that maybe your voice could rest for a bit for, for, for a few hours or even a day and then you can come back to it with renewed vigour and, and really process your emotions and have time for that. Do you, do you mean like you're strengthening like your mind and your body for basically what's to come? Maybe what's to come but also like just for yourself as well so you, you, you feel like you don't just feel emotionally worn out and ragged out like all the time. Yeah. Like you need to find the light in, in in whatever's happening, and and there's a lot of beautiful stories that have emerged as a result of of, of all the conflict and, and all the violence, um, and it's important to really appreciate those and and see all the beautiful things that have happened as well. Um, so like this is the kind of stuff like I want to talk about as in general like adversity uh, in terms of emotional processing. Um, there's like things like negative feedback loops that that people um, should, cognitive negative feedback loops that people should research. Um, like thinking about something all the time it, it tends to feed back into itself and it tends to um, cause you to think about it even more so it becomes a cycle and uh, like these are just like coping mechanisms that I think we should all research and, and look into um, to, to help ourselves going forward and uh, not just in this uh, in this specific situation yeah. um, that's, that's what I was going to ask so what you just said that can obviously apply to other aspects of your life, obviously not just this um, situation that's going on now. But yeah, but I still think obviously with, with this kind of situation, we can't really just um, like just sit and, and absorb all this emotion without without having a targeted plan of how, how we manage that. Because 
like obviously all of us none of us are going to forget this like years on months on years on decades on we're, we're always going to remember this um but this is trauma on all of us and and i think we need to really think about how we process that trauma and and manage that for our sake for our family's sake so we have to be strong with them uh, personally for me i've been really burnt out i've been really burnt out and and that's one of like it's one of the symptoms of that is like i'd rather not go out i'd rather not speak to anyone i'd rather not go and spend some time with my family and that's quite a negative thing i don't know if anyone else is feeling that way i don't know how you're feeling obviously you're stuck with me so <laughs> probably i was gonna say i feel fine but <laughs> <laughs> No, when I say fun, obviously, like, like we process things differently. Like, whereas you, obviously, when you're burnt out or you're stressed, like, I guess you close away from everyone. Whereas with me, I'm the complete opposite. It's like, I want to be around my family. I want to go out. Like, I need, well, I don't need, but I'd like people around me. I'd like my family around me. Whereas with you, how you get, I guess, your strength back up is like, yeah, let me just take a minute to rest not pick up the phone and not speak to anybody which isn't necessarily healthy <laughs> i don't think I, I'm, I'm aware that it's not healthy enough i know there's a lot of people in the same position as i am so like we need to to really think about how we process these emotions and 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 take practical steps to to manage that because it's not just us that are affected it's our families as well and we need to be with them you never know what people around you are going through during this whole uh, situation as well um, so like that's kind of where I was leading to as well um, so I think we really need to like see uh, the camaraderie and the the like the way that the, the familiar spirit has been shown in the Palestinian people and uh, all the other people that are being oppressed and how they all stood together and they they all come together to, to fight the oppressors and we kind of need to do it and like think about um, fighting back in the same way so standing strong with our families and making sure that we all feel safe together and and feel like in the face of adversity that we're strong. Yeah, I 100% agree. And obviously for people who have like faiths or belong to a specific religion, obviously we're Muslim. So what we can do is obviously when we pray, make dua for them, make prayers for them and like, you know, really make sure it comes from like a genuine place and inshallah, Allah will accept them. So... Um, um, yeah, I think that's a beautiful note to to end it. I think. Yeah, you do enjoy it, but yeah, like that's kind of what I was leading to. Like, we need to to take these practical practical steps. Um, look after yourselves. Go to the gym. Eat well. Sleep well. Um, visit your family. Spend some time with them. Relax where you need to, and and remember to show strength and and we are strong people everyone's seen what's going on and everyone's been traumatized and we really hope for the best and pray for the best um but we also need to stay strong and united um any other thoughts no i think you've said it pretty well thanks for inviting me on to be a guest like i was quite a mute guest in this episode but don't worry next next episode i'm there I heard there's a live episode happening next week, so yeah. Okay, you're running promo for us now. Hopefully, ho- uh, hopefully I'll be invited back. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, uh, I th- I thank you very much for listening. It's been with Hamid, uh, my lovely wife Edna, um, and yeah, obviously this has been a, a bit of a special episode. Um, we've got the season finale coming up next week, um, so yeah, uh, 
we'll be out for maybe a month or two and then we'll resume the next season just to schedule in like more authors getting more interesting uh voices that that we don't really normally hear and um yeah we've got some interesting ones coming up um and yeah paper trails almost end of the season it's been it's been a lovely one and we'll see you on a live episode next week thank you very much for listening it's been your boy Mohammed, joined by my lovely wife edna again and yeah stay strong stay positive and we'll see you in the next episode thanks for listening to the paper trails podcast if you like this episode please leave a review comment like and subscribe and be sure to follow us on all our socials keep moving keep growing keep learning See you at work. Wow. 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 Wow.